Welcome to the Local Charm Podcast. I'm your host, uh, Charity Amos. Recently, I have been thinking a lot about nonprofit programs uh, that kind of help people, whether they be prisoners or people off the street, with re-entering into society. Specifically, the nonprofit Christian-based program in Perry, Georgia, Grace Village Restoration Center. Tawny Glass is a Grace Village graduate who went on to do some great things, and even using the position she has worked so hard for to do some good for other Grace Village ladies as well. She talks a little bit about that and how Grace Village has helped her in her own life. My name is Tawny and I work here at Cox Concessions and Catering and I am the office assistant and I am also head over catering. Okay. <laughs> um, how have you been? What have you been doing lately? Been staying very busy. Um, heading over the catering, um, supervising anywhere from 8 to 25 people. Um, calling on shows that are out here at the fairgrounds, uh, making sure that we've covered all their needs. As far as food, we have all the food vending rights out here at the fairgrounds and any catering needs that they may have. Payroll, mm. payments, uh, everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> Come up with menus. Um, it's just an array of, of different things. Um, working with the employees, making sure their payroll packets are up to date and all that so it's just a lot of jobs if I'm needed in the kitchen then I may cook or cashier um, we go out of town a lot for off-site events so I do travel sometimes not much but some um, so we just do a lot here well, how did you start off here <laughs> um, I was at Grace Village and had passed by quite a few times and just knew that this is where I would get a job mm -hmm. and so on my first outing to get a job I did get the job and I started out as grill cook and then um, took over in the office uh, when the lady that was the assistant at that time had passed away so I did get a promotion I won't say I wished it but I prayed on it and mm -hmm. claimed it basically my motivation is to not go backwards where I was before um, Every day is a little bit of a struggle. Uh, it's very long hours, but with God's grace, actually. I mean, just knowing that He's there and and helps me through it, really. The people here at the fairgrounds has mm -hmm. kind of become family, so that is a motivator. Um, my coworker, who's my boss here, um, on the fairgrounds on-site manager, um, TJ, keeps me motivated. My son keeps me motivated. Just not really wanting to go back to the old life, 
you know, and knowing that God has a plan and he made this happen and I believe that wholeheartedly and I think that he'll open another door when it's time or and if it's not, then I'll just continue to grow here. But that's pretty much my motivation is the people out here, the family and, you know, the, the contacts and stuff that I've made here okay. while working here. I'm 45 years old, and I had been running, trying to search for some kind of fulfillment, and was doing drugs, and just really disassociated myself from my family, my children, for 11 years, and it was 11 long years. Um, so, over a period of time, it just got really, really bad, and I got busted with drugs, and went to jail, went to prison, and all that whole 11 years, I'd always heard everybody telling me that I needed to change my environment, change the people that I had ran with, that I'd known forever, that had become my so-called family, and so when I went to prison, I got back closer to God, because one, you're being still, and you can hear him a little bit better, and uh, that got me through it, but also taking that step to do what everybody had told me to do, so I chose to go to Grace Village when I was released. Um, I was there for three and a half years, and um, I tried really hard, and I, and I bugged everybody at Grace Village, you know, trying to get an answer whether or not I was going to be able to, you know, be released there or not. And so I did, and it far away from home, and didn't know anybody here in Perry, and it just everything fell in place when it was time. Um, at Grace Village, I learned how to be okay with being by myself, listening, being still, and. Um, that's how I got to Grace Village. Uh, I just made that step, made a change, made a, a serious change to be somewhere different. And if it was uncomfortable, it was uncomfortable and learn new things to cope. Uh, so that's how I got to Grace Village. Talk briefly about life after Grace Village. Did you carry any lessons you learned with you? Anything yes, that can... I carried a lot of lessons um, with me. Uh, one is to be true to the self, um, that you have to spend time alone with him each day for everything to kind of fall into place like it's supposed to be. I work really long hours, sometimes seven days a week straight. Um, so there's been a lot of times that I haven't been able to, or I've chose not to have that one-on-one -on -one time, and I can tell the difference. A huge difference mm -hmm. um, so I have learned that as the number one thing that you have to have that everyday communication and study um, with the Lord um, also I've learned or I learned in, in Grace Village different things or traits or hobbies that I could do that are opposite of what I was used to and before I went there. 
and it takes up time and, and maybe when you get lonely or depressed you can feel that with those kind of things instead of filling it with drugs like I did before mm-hmm. I'm happy where I'm at I work a lot of hours for not that much pay I feel like my Collins yes to be a people person or in customer service but I feel like my calling might be a little bit more guided to helping people that have been in the same position I've been in whether it be a counselor or whatever um, I have the opportunity here through people that you know we work with or whatever and that might be struggling but it's a little bit different. Um, I'm around people that have the same lifestyle as I used to have, so that makes it a struggle. Um, I think that keeps me kind of a little bit on the downside, mm-hmm. and I think that's also what is like a constant reminder that this is not exactly where I'm supposed to be, although it was where I'm supposed to be to start with. Um, so I'm still waiting for that door to open because um, I want. I want it to be whatever I do still goes back to glorifying him because mm-hmm. without him I wouldn't be here mm-hmm. without him I wouldn't have this job so I'm thankful for the job uh, I just feel like I need to be helping people and I don't feel like I can necessarily do that on a mm-hmm. personal as much as I want to mm-hmm. but I'm happy I'm remarried uh, I've moved into a new house, I'm buying land, the house will be mine for the first time in my entire life. So that part is super awesome. Um, Just the long hours is wearing me out. (laughs) And just so you know, I love the job and I love the people out here and I love the customers that come up and, you know, they remember you. So that is a very feeling. I know I'm doing a good job, Um, but I just want it to be, I want it to be that what I do and what I say and my representation to other folks is what he wants me to be. You know, I want I want it to exalt him, not me. Um, I think that's very important. And so I think sometimes I I don't think that's here as much as it should be. Have you thought about going back to Grace Village to do something? Like maybe teaching or maybe, yeah, I would love <laughs> the opportunity. Um I mean, I would, I would love the opportunity, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think it would help some of them. I, we've worked a lot of the girls out here. Mm-hmm. And I've seen them struggle. And I've seen them fall back. And then I've seen one or two, you know, are okay still. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've tried to, like, intervene at times and try to help, you know, tell my story. You know, hey... Don't you don't try to hurry it and get out so fast because there there's lots of good there. No, you don't want to go to class every day and crochet or or whatever, but it's giving you skills that you didn't because that's that void that you just constantly done drugs or whatever the case may be, overeating or whatever the problem might be. It fills that gap, it gives you something else to be able to take that time. And it be something good. So, yeah, I would love the opportunity. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly would. I, I don't, I think it would be a good thing yeah. for me and, you know, for somebody else. I mean, if only one person got something out 
of just one sentence mm-hmm. and it helps them to grow and make a better choice mm-hmm. than to fall back and, and lose what Grace Village is about. It's about grace. It's about peace. It's about getting to know him, being still, mm-hmm. you know, learning other, other things to occupy your time. I really like it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's been great. It really has. I mean, it really has been great. I'm just tired, so it probably sounds like I'm not so great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the people that I've met, I am doing a Perry Leadership um, class through the Perry Chamber. Mm-hmm. So I am doing that. I'm learning some different skills there. And, uh, you know, meeting the mayor and knowing all them by face. Same as here. You know, we they eat every month with us anyway. So I'm already having a one-on-one with the city council, you know, fire chief and, and people like that. So this has become a family. They know my past. They don't judge me. Uh, so that's been really, really uplifting. <laughs> Very uplifting. Uh, so, you know, I mean, it's just, it's good. And then, like, the girls will come in or I'll see some girls I, that I don't even know, but they knew who I am, but it's because, you know, they've talked about it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a good feeling. You know, you just wish everybody would get there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and I mean, everybody's not over there for drugs, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's still kind of the same thing. It's a habit. The habits are hard to break. Yeah. They are hard to break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're hard to break. Not video and like pictures, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you change your advice because all of them are not going to fit on the two sides. Use the two. Oh, even on the two square ones? Are we talking about on the two white ones? Yeah. But you know, it's like three rows of how dirty. You're going to have dirty because like three rows of pimento cheese and then it's going to be three rows of chicken salad. Right. And then it's going to be three rows. What I'm saying though, it's like. Oh, if you do the three rows each. It's three right. chicken. Okay, I want to do three pimento cheese. It's right. like three rows of it. So, right. so, so then have two, two. Have like two rows and have that one on top of that one. Yeah. Gotcha. Or two, whichever. Gotcha. You see what I'm saying? Thank you. God love them. <laughs> So that was the lovely and gracious Tawny Glass. She is such a hardworking person, and I thank her for sitting down and speak with me. It can be really hard to get these types of reentry programs to work for everyone who comes through because they really have to want to change, uh, want to change in their life. So I'm glad to have Tawny as an example of what can happen if you work hard at turning your life around, no matter what you've been through. So it was an absolute pleasure to speak with her. Um, this has been Charity Amos with the Local Charm Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you next time.